Welcome to Sharana's Mental Health Podcast. Don't tell me what to do. This week, like every week, we get together and talk about life as it's happening. We show up with honesty and humor to support our individual and collective healing journeys. It's our hope that this episode inspires you to show up for yourself too. So let's get to it. So when I get nervous, right, like I, usually if it's, I'm like something is happening, I have to wake up early, kind of goes in my stomach, right? Like I don't want to eat, things like that. This time, it, when I'm stressed out, all that, but this time was just the chest pressure. And I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, quite interesting. Yeah, yeah. And... Quite interesting, but definitely, uh, let's see, what's the word? Definitely not a coincidence that the chest tightness arrived as your parents arrived and then that it dissipated over the next couple of days after they left. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, I love my parents, right? Like they're, they're great people and, 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 and I don't want to blame them, right, for what I'm feeling, but I certainly have to work on why I'm feeling this way. And, and you know, because it's different, like, yeah, sure, we have different opinions. That's not going to make me feel, you know, um, I don't think that's what's make me, making me feel this way. It's just so many feelings that come out. Oh, nothing. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'll just get annoyed at nothing. I'm like, even when I realize, I'm like, why am I annoying? Why would I, why do I want to run away right now? <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will jump on there. I'll add a, a car onto that, onto that train. Um, yeah, a couple couple thoughts. One is the piece around the idea of healing and be, and adulting in a in a healing trajectory and with sustainable, you know, moving through mental health stuff is when we stop blaming other people for our stuff, right? And especially related to blaming our parents for where we're at. Even though our upbringing and the way that our needs were met at times and not met, and in all the different ways that that attachment wounded stuff was happening and just all the different swirly pieces of being human in a family, absolutely are aspects of why we're so pained as adults. But if we just continue, right, to like blame our parents, it does no one a, a service. The healing doesn't happen if we keep saying, if my childhood was different, or if my parents could just, you know, be different, or whatever it is, right? It's recognizing, whew, yep, they were children at some point, they experienced their own traumas and challenges and they most most parents 
are doing the absolute best with what they, what they know how to do. So kind of the practice around that of compassion for their experience, compassion for your experience. And it doesn't necessarily dismiss, you know, behaviors or, you know, how things went on in, in childhood, but the piece of going, yep, I'm now taking responsibility for the pain that I feel now, for the stuck emotions that are resurfacing, the ways that I maybe limit myself in my beliefs because of how I was raised and taught. Okay, let me take an empowered stance and go, yep, it's my responsibility to notice what's showing up, heal and work with that. Yes, for the record, people, I do blame my parents for everything. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here first, everyone. I remember from not sending me to ski school when I was a child, even though I lived in the coast. Uh, um, but, you know, I blame him for that, for <laughs> not being able to ski any sooner than not. But that's another. <laughs> well, you still managed to be an excellent and evolving skier. Well, thanks. I don't know about excellent, but definitely evolving. <laughs> um, but, yeah, right? Like. What happened happened. Like there's nothing we can do about it. There's not we, we are not gonna change them, right? Like they're not gonna change us change us now and, and vice versa. Um it, you know, and it's really hard as evidenced by <laughs> all the things we just talked about. But um yeah, I mean it's something that my sister reminds me all the time is like they barely had any tools to <laughs> to you know to live their lives and, in, 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 um, yeah, they were doing the best they could do what, what they had. So, um, I have to remind myself of that. I, you know, and, and just move forward. Like I'm not interested actually on, 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 <clears throat> you know, dwelling in the past. How do I get through this? Like, how do I, when these feelings come up, like, how do I not get so triggered that you know that 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 is detrimental to my to my well-being and 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 why not how do i like you said take responsibility for my feelings and, and navigate the relationship with these people um to where you know to where cuz i don't want to hurt them either right but but i know that my my demeanor my like the 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 connection or lack of is is we all know like you know we all feel it right like it's not like i get you know what i'm saying like my parents also know that we're not when we're together that things are not the greatest and we're trying to navigate right and 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 i don't you know i could have a conversation with them and yell at him i think we we talked about this and say everything i want to say not that i can because i can't even do it by myself but um (laughs) but then what do we decide to end this relationship here and and never speak again and and never have that relationship or do i just take responsibility for my feelings and and work on it and see them every so often right like especially most of us we don't see our parents on a daily basis we see them a few times a year how do i manage to see them a few times a year and have 
a fine time and, and enjoy them also the way they are and, and who we who they are, right? Like I always um you know, often I was like, God, why can't you be this or why can't you do that or why can't you understand whatever, all of this, why can you? Um and I feel like sometimes we forget that they're also who they are and they're also individuals that are who they are, you know. So um yeah. It's hard to balance all of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's a strength that that there is a level of acknowledgement, whether it's stated or not, of like, yeah, we're not, this isn't just like, you know, sugarcoaty, happy, you know, like everything's everything's great and ideal, like me and my mom were best friends and we're Instagram perfect, right? It's like, you know what? We're showing up. There's love there. There's deep, you know, history and, and we're showing up and, and doing the best we can. And, and I think that that's huge comparatively again to it being like, my childhood was perfect. My mom's the best. Let's take a snapshot of us as, you know, the, the perfect looking mother and daughter. And I'm going to post about it on Instagram and say, you know, my mom is the best, my best friend, and I couldn't live without her, and dot, 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 right? It's recognizing, okay, yeah, we're, we're showing up. This, this, in this moment, is the relationship, is the connection. We want to see each other. Does it mean that it's going to be perfect or enjoyable all the time? Are we going to feel always deeply connected? No. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. And that that's okay. I mean, that is okay, right? Like, well, on the same token, right? Like having it any other way, like you said, we'll be faking it. And we'll be like, yeah, sure, whatever. Never, um, you know, never talk about any issues or whatever. We're just going to be very surface and, and just stay there. Um, which, you know, I'm sure it works. And, and it does work sometimes, of course. Um, and that's why it kind of, you know, what happens. But um, yeah, so take it or, or work with it where it's at, right? Like there, there's no need to try to do anything else, but just, like you said, show up and be what it is and do what needs to, <laughs> what needs to do. Yeah, yeah. Blame my parents for everything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what to do. And I blame my parents for everyone. The mental health podcast. <laughs> Correct. Well, and I want to share another thought that popped into my mind a wee bit ago as well. The piece around, you know, noticing seemingly for no reason. I'm so annoyed at what my mom is saying, or I'm so, right. I'm so annoyed. I'm just feeling so much. And it's, it's recognizing that if you are having the same conversation, like the content of the conversation that you were having with your neighbor or with your friend's mom or a friend or whatever it is, that it's likely that it would, that it would feel a lot more neutral. Absolutely. I mean, that is just, yeah, of course, any, <laughs> any of the conversations with anybody else will be like, yeah, of course, blah, 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 <laughs> move on or whatever. 
Yeah. Yeah. With my, I was like, ah, like I swear to God, I feel like a little, um, something comes up behind my head at all times. It's like, yeah, I want to grab you with his claws. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. <sighs> and so it, it shows us that, let's see, that it's the subconscious underlying matrix, so to speak, of unresolved stuff. And no matter, not necessarily whatever, you know, you're talking about with your mom, you could maybe even be sitting there and not having a conversation and just being in the same space and an energetic area triggers in your nervous system the memories of aspects of childhood. And it may not necessarily even come to the conscious surface, like a a specific memory may not come up, or you may not necessarily, yeah, have have a, a conscious reason of why, but your body is going, stuff is coming up. Discomfort is coming up. Something's happening in my being. <laughs> I mean, you, you're absolutely correct. Like, ha- actually, half the stuff that I was feeling was of nonverbal. Like, there, there was no, like, there was no, cons- I mean, a couple of, like, arguments actually happened. Very minimum, very, like, you know, just ridiculous. Um, but mostly was that energy. Yeah, like, there was no, you know, like I said, there was no major blowout or, or just, I mean, nothing insanely negative or happened. It was mostly that, like, I don't know why. I mean, you know, she would be like, we cooked you lunch. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, and, and I mean, delicious Peruvian lunch that I'm hoarding in my freezer because I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even that or like she'll be like oh I'll, I clean your bathrooms I clean your you know all these things and I'm like it annoyed me so much and I'm like why don't you just want to relax and enjoy and I'm like why do I care whether she wants to relax or clean the freaking bathroom you know what I mean like she's like no but I like to do these things and I like to stay active I'm like yeah but don't you want to go for a walk instead and she's like no I want to clean your bathroom Leave me alone. And, you know, like, within myself, I'm like, why the hell am I getting so annoyed? Like, who cares? I'm going to work. She can clean the whole house. Like, win-win situation. She feels good. I don't have to clean my house. Instead, I'm like, what the heck are you saying? She's like, nothing. Just want to clean the bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty crazy stuff. What do you think it might be about? She believes that independence is not good. Mm-hmm. That as a uh, growing up, you being independent is it is it it's not good. It's not good. Um, so to all of us, she has literally done almost everything for us to the point where, when I was twenty one, I didn't know how to do my laundry or like cook or be independent truly or know how to even you know 
like find a place to live and pay. Like I was a 15 year old in a 21 year old body, like not knowing what to do when I moved out of my house. I, I think that comes from that a lot. Um, her mom was the same way. Actually, my grandma was kind of the same way. Just always, you know, I, I joke about it. It's like, oh, I do all these things for you. So you need me forever. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah. So I think that's where it comes from, maybe. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And a question for you could be, and not just could, I'm going to ask you, <clears throat> is this pattern of this way of being caretaken and growing up, how have you found that that either limited you in the past or limits you in some way now in, say, your capacity to step more into who you are? Well, definitely limited me in the past. Like, I was never taught how to be an independent woman that doesn't need a man, for example, to to survive in the world, like a, a person, you know, it was not told in me that I needed to be my own person and, and, you know, and, and do you and worry, you know, all those good things about empowering somebody like that was it not, yeah, that was not the case. And, you know, granted, like I lived in Peru, a very religious, very, um, uh, patriarchy society where women you know whether we want to say or not we we are a recipient of love and men and these things that we're waiting for in 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 one aspect uh so so i think that did hinder me in in so many ways just just because you know uh, yeah it was hard for me to to find myself with a without another person for for a very long time right like i was um yeah especially my my early my early 20s it was um it was hard for me because i i didn't know how to stand my ground in the world in general right like it it was a very also a very sheltered life like i you know again everything was done for me and then um i feel like i became an adult and also an adult in my terms late in life i kind of just what is it called drifted around to <laughs> um very just unstable in, in 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 many ways in the sense of like you know not not being able like i said to stand on my ground and say this is what i want for my life or and you know it just kind of happened for me to me i mean in, in so many ways inside don't get me wrong like in a lot of um awesome ways right like um but it it was hard, but I found, you know, Tahoe and, and the good friends that, that we have. And, and, um, but yeah, it was a, it was a hard one <laughs> for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Crash course in adulting. My God. So how do, like, literally I was like, so how do I do laundry here? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you forgot to teach me how to, I mean, like, I wish, like, do you know how, awesome Peruvian food is nobody showed me how to make it they just fed it to me that's bullshit I blame my parents I blame my parents now I'm upset with your mom because I really want to be able to eat your delicious Peruvian home-cooked food when I come and visit don't worry about it I have like 50 Tupperwares in my freezer I may I asked them to make 
double or triple and <clears throat> I immediately put it in the freezer. Like nobody's allowed to eat this food. <laughs> oh yummy. Well and I love yes. I of course love the Peruvian onions, pickled onions or the, you know, the lime the lime juice. Uh-huh. With- mm. Definitely became obsessed with that as soon as you shared that recipe with me. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. So, you know, it's really, it's quite interesting. And I think it, well, it speaks to your strength. And I think it just even I practically could generalize it to the strength of the human spirit. That even when we're taught certain messaging as kids, that we, that we go and we create, you know, different, beautiful, beautiful lives. And kind of what I mean by that, particularly for you, I'm going, oh, wait a minute. I heard uh, what I witnessed, and certainly before I knew you, but but know of you coming over, right, is tremendous amounts of strength and independence of basically on your own, especially the last time that you moved from Peru to to the U.S., you were like, I'm going for it. I'm creating a new life. I'm doing this. And th- I mean, that was like literally not just like moving to another town from your from your parents, but moving to a whole nother country, a whole nother culture. And you, you did it. I did. Yeah. How, how old were you? Um, the year that I stayed, I think I was 24, Mm -hmm. 23, 24. Yeah. 23, 24, something like that. Yeah. It was the best decision of my life. (laughs) It was also the scariest moment my life yeah and you know yeah it doesn't it doesn't have to it doesn't have to stay the way it is right we can always move to another country (laughs) for example (laughs) yeah um yeah like it it doesn't have to we can we can change our our paths if we not if like we can change our paths um and sometimes it happens much easier than not uh, sometimes it takes a lot more work. Um, but what else do we have to do? But work on ourselves. I mean, come on. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed Sharana's latest episode. If it struck you in any way, please leave a comment, tell a friend, but don't tell him what to do. And follow us on social media at Sharana underscore podcast. Be sure to hit subscribe and see you next time.